what are we going to talk about this week, big man? We are. Yeah, you're big, aren't you? Jesus! Jesus. Um, injury. 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 Injuries. Not no, specifically. We, we kind of anticipated this might be quite a good and lengthy topic, so we've split it up, or we've, we're going to try and split it up into this episode is injury, what to do while you're injured, and the mental side of things when you mm-hmm. are injured yeah. and then we're going to do another episode next week about <clears throat> coming out of injury and the pressures coming out of injury yeah so it's kind of in two sections I suppose so should we start with have you ever had a big injury because yeah, of sport have you have you yeah what have you had what's, what's your worst so talk me through it the ones that sound I guess sound, I guess sound the worst I had a shattered collarbone, which is, is now metal plated. So that's the one that people are like, oh, that must have really hurt, but it didn't actually hurt that much. Yeah. It was minion because you, your collarbones like keeps your shoulder girdle, which is your whole like complex in your shoulder, up like in the right place. Yeah. So it was a little bit like that. Um, but other than that, it, w- it wasn't painful because it was, it was shattered. It was completely like... Obliterated. Obliterated, so you can't feel the bones like scratching against each other. It's literally just like nice dust. So, so how long did that keep you out of the game for? Not long. It's weird. So, and this is why it wasn't that bad of an injury. It's because they metal plate it, and there's just however long a, a bone takes to heal. But there wasn't any like ligament or anything. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't long. But my, I would say my worst injuries. Mm. Um, I ruptured my MCL. Ooh. So there's a ligament. Anything um, to do with knees and like joints make you feel a bit queasy. Well, this one would make you feel queasy. Oh. So when people do their knees or their ankles, yeah. I feel proper rough. Yeah. So the ligament on the inside of my knee here, yep. had ruptured, which basically means completely snapped. Yeah. So my knee, like if, if that's my knee, so my knee would normally move like that. That's yeah. fully extended. That's flexed, right? There's nothing stopping my knee going that way. So for my knee to collapse in. So when it first happened, I was on crutches. I remember walking off the pitch on crutches and I could feel I, I had my, 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 oh. my leg was going out like this uncontrollably. Just waving left and right. Yeah. Nice. So I was sat in, um, I went to A&E and then, um, thank you NHS. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful thing. You want um, clap yeah. for me at right. eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, Went there, got a knee splint, so it's right from my hip down yeah. to my ankle. So not um, just, <laughs> just to, to stop my leg from, you know, my knee from going in. And then I went, I had a house party that evening. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I'm not fucking missing this house party. So I turned up and I sat myself down with the fire pit in front of me and I was just drinking gin all night. And I got rat faced and I slept. I bear in mind I'd hadn't I hadn't even showered after the rugby game. I was literally just there in a splint, just drinking. You mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's the that, that's the thing. I was so like, how long did that one keep you out? Uh, I can't remember. It was quite a while. It was quite a, quite a nasty one. That because mm. there there is we play rugby every year. There is at least two major injuries that yeah. I see. Mm. Within your team, yeah. Not even within our team, just against the teams we're playing or yeah. stuff I'll see. Ooh. You watch the you know, the professionals on tally, there is whether it's in your team on tally, there is always, you know, a handful of 
serious major injuries that are going to give people massive setbacks. And I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to have some listeners that or watchers on YouTube mm-hmm. um, that have had big setbacks. You know, whether it's early on in their careers, maybe later in their careers, and uh, yeah, it's. I mean, what? Let's say, because the most common I tend to see are knee injuries with rugby or ankle injuries, and that's why I said they make me feel a bit queasy. But I think I think part of this podcast that we wanted to get across was what can people be doing when they have injuries like that. So you, as as the the sporting man, what can people do if they have like a lower body body injury? What mm. you know? What should people people be focusing on? Yeah. So it. Obviously, it depends on the injury because if you've got yeah. a lower body injury, what can you do with your upper body? If you've got an upper body injury, what can you do with yeah. your lower body injury? Um, so <laughs> it's just conditioning. A lot of it is off off feet conditioning. Well, so like, that's just, so trying to keep fit. Yeah, so just trying to keep as fit as you can. Look, don't get me wrong; you're never going to be able to maintain the fitness that you've got. Yeah, yeah. But because you're just not able to run and do the capacity that you can yeah. when you're fully fit. Um, it's just never going to happen. However, you've got to do everything you're able to do. Mm-hmm. So say you've got a lower body injury, um, depending on how severe it is and where it is, get on a ski erg. So yeah. The ski erg is just a vertical um, rower, rowing machine. It's two independent things and you're skiing, essentially. How'd you do? <laughs> um yeah, so you, you can get doing that where that so you can either do that standing or seated. Again, it depends on your injury. If you can do it standard, then happy days. Yeah. If you can't, then do it seated. Um, and then obviously you can do your upper body gym, so you can get strong up in your upper body. Yeah. Basically, just making the best out of a worst a bad situation. You know, so if you if you do get that lower body injury, let's make your upper body the strongest it's ever been, mm-hmm. and keep you as fit as we can using skierg. Yeah, um, and then obviously if it's a lower body injury, you can still do your skills, you can still do your passing, you can still do your um, throwing. If you're a, a, a hooker, you can yeah, just you know do the the little things, the little skill based stuff. If you've got a shoulder injury, then you can do some single-handed stuff, skills-wise, and then obviously your lower body with some off-feet conditioning. Again, that's like, that'd be what bike or yeah. uh, spinner or whatever. Um, and, uh, and, and what there's plenty you can do. Yeah, I, th- I think that's it. You know, I think I've always said to myself, you know, if I had a major injury now, I said, well, what do you call major, I suppose? But like something that would, a potential break or a ligament tear, would I call it the end of my career at this point? You know, I'm, I'm 26, almost 27 next week. Getting into the latter stages yeah. of my career. You know what? I After my knee injury... But it's only a year, isn't it? It's, like, it's, it's a year of rehab. Yeah. And you've still got six and years, seven years. So, yeah, exactly. I When I did my knee, mm. uh, that was my most recent bad one. I had that in my mind because obviously I am self-employed. Yeah, I've got my one-to-one clients. Yeah, and well, at the time I I was full-time with my one-to-one clients, and if if I get injured like that, it's a fucking issue. Yeah, like to my career. Um, yeah. So it you know it was it was a nightmare year. So I was con- contemplating not playing rugby again, or at least just playing sevens. Yep. Um, and I was really convinced about doing it. But as soon as I was able to play, and as soon as you I was to. able to, 
I was seeing all my mates doing it and I was mm-hmm. like, and then I was watching rugby and then I yeah. was like, I, I can't not play. But on a side note, like I've always said to myself, by the time I'm in, you know, early 30s, I'll probably knock it on the head. Mm-hmm. But I know exactly what I'm like yeah. in the off season. Yeah. I'm itching. itching. I'm yeah. missing just the... All the, all the perks that we've mentioned about sport, you know, not just keeping physically fit and getting the endorphins around your body, making you feel good, but just that companionship, seeing your friends on a regular basis, having a laugh, having a joke. Like how often, loads of people work nine to five, but actually how many people do you genuinely enjoy their, other people's company at work and where you don't have to act PC and you have to, I mean, I suppose you're you're quite lucky in terms of your self-employed, but then I suppose you also have to watch what you said because you can't upset a client. But, oh, well, I don't know. You know, all the social, <laughs> all the social <laughs> sides of sport where you can, yeah. you know, just chat to your mate and, and have a good time and get, yeah. get your feelings off your chest and things like that. I would certainly miss. Just on, on the topic, look, I know that's kind of a bit of a tangent, I guess, yeah. but um, on that topic of senior mates and the social side of sport, and which we've obviously mentioned, uh, we've t- talked about before in other episodes, but I think one of the major, major elements is when you're injured, is being away from your mates. Like, because if if you're if your main hub of friends that you really can relax with and are part of the team sport you play, and if you're unable to play, you're not training, you're not playing, you're not seeing them regularly. You're not seeing them regularly. It's it's a big, big factor and a big thing that you've got to deal with. Yeah. While you not only are you trying to get over this injury and become. But now you become a hermit essentially because you're not yeah. seeing, you're not socialising as much. Mm. And it's not even just not socialising with the team that you play for, but it's mm-hmm. also like if if I'm at home and I've ruptured my MCL and I can't drive, how am I going to see you on a Friday night? What would I do without you on a Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> I'd come see you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, yeah. It works out in every every part of your life. I think in that. Essentially, if you if you do get a major injury, you, you, Max has mentioned making sure you're trying to stay on top of your fitness and do whatever you can. So if you've got a lower body injury, there are tools that you can use to make sure you're still keeping your cardiovascular fitness up, like the ski erg. If you've got an upper body injury, you can use the bikes um, to keep your fitness up. But aside from just keeping physically fit and, and physically strong, training your body and things like that, it's the social element, so make sure you're still trying to engage with your team sports if, if that's something you are doing. Obviously, if you're an ind- individual athlete, you don't have those side of things, but or you could be still staying in contact with your coach and things like that whilst you're, mm. um, whilst you're recovering. But I can imagine that has a massive impact on people's social, not social, but mental health mm. is that lack of social support. Yeah, definitely. If they do step away from that. Definitely. Did you what so what did you do when you did your knee? Did you I had I had a rough time. Not not even necessarily mentally uh, like um in terms of my mental side of things. That would be mentally. It would be mentally. <laughs> <laughs> not not even necessarily, but just the day to day struggle of just trying to because obviously being self employed it was just a nightmare. Yeah. Um bless her, my mum like drove me into work every single day. Yeah, even basically even if you've got an injury and you need to go see a client at work. Yeah, and I, I live back back then when it it, it happened. I was in um, you're in the arse end of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like where where I am, it takes probably like 20, 25 
minutes, depending on what time of day it is, but anyway, 25 minutes to get It's not to like work. you can hop on a bus and it's round the next from, stop. Yeah, no. not at all. So my mum bless her, helped me massively by driving me in. Mm. Um, and that's like for 6am clients as well. Oh, like oh. she's an absolute trooper. Fair play to her, she really helped me. Um, so I was actually able to see my clients still. Um, and luckily, without being boring, um, when you work for a gym, sometimes you have to work hours instead of paying rent. And yeah. I worked 15 hours a week, um, which included doing classes and all sorts. Whilst um, you were injured. Whilst I was injured. So I was doing these classes with a knee brace on. It was horrific. Um, and weirdly, like, weirdly, I don't think I'm really good in my own company. Mm. Like, Fortunately, I'm. I you know if if I'm stuck at home with a knee brace on and not able to go anywhere, I'm pretty good at occupying myself and keeping busy. And, yeah, and I'm I'm fine in my own company, but some people aren't yeah. like at all. And and um, if you if you know you're not and you have an injury like that and you know you're a social person, mm. make sure you're not you know isolating yourself. Mm. Yes, you've got an injury. Yes, you can still work on your physical fitness. Yes, it's a downer because you're not playing the sport that you love mm. and have always played. But you do still have those friendships. You can still socialise. It's just not in the environment. You know, even if you go and watch your team on a Saturday rather than play yourself, oh, yeah, you're yeah. still socialising with yeah. them. It might be. It would be difficult because obviously you're watching when you want to be playing mm. and, 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 you know, you might be seeing someone in your position in your shirt and you're like, you yeah. know, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. ultimately, it, that is a frustration, yes, but at least, you know... Keeps you hungry. Going, keeps you hungry. You still get to see your mates. You still get to have a pint while watching the game and mm. support the lads and whatever. So it's a good thing to do, Yeah, um, definitely, to try just try and stay in it when you can. Mm. Um, and, and on another topic, not only keeping physically fit and physically strong whilst you're injured, you know, working on the bits you can... But you mentioned like certain skills. Mm. So obviously if you've got a lower body injury, you can't exactly kick a ball or mm. work on your sprinting speeds and things like that. But you can do some video analysis. You could, you know, watch how the professionals play your sport and how to improve in that aspect. So that when you come back and you are fully fit, you know exactly what you can be doing. Mm. Or you could be researching rehab tools to make sure that you are recovering quicker than you know quicker than you're expected to mm. so there are you know every, every cloud has a silver lining and you've just got to look for that silver cloud yeah because you can just sit there and you can think this is the worst thing ever mm. or you can pick yourself up and, and say it's a shit situation and yeah. i'm going to make the best of a shit situation um obviously it's lots of different mindsets aren't there but I think it's really positive. I think it's really important that you have a positive mindset, mm. and that yes, it's shit, but things always get better. Yeah. Um, might not feel it now, but in six weeks' time, in twelve weeks' time, in six months' time, you're going to be in a better position, mm. um, and you'll be able to get back to where you were. And actually, in reality, six months or a year is not as long as it seems. No, no, definitely. Like even my longest injuries that I've been out for. Um, it feels like forever at the time yeah but looking back on it like looking back on my knee or looking back on my shoulder i might have missed half a season or you know if it was i was 
you know, some people aren't quite as lucky and they might miss out a year and yeah. almost all season. But I can't remember really that that, that period. period. I remember it happening. I remember was, you know hobbling around a little bit, but I don't remember like missing a whole season. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, or half a season. To me, it's like COVID. You know, yeah. COVID at the time felt like it dragged for ages, and and it did. Now it feels like it's gone. Like now that. it feels like it's gone, and I can remember times playing rugby before COVID, mm. and I you know it feels like I've not really been off, even yeah. though we had eighteen months where you're not playing rugby, yeah. you're not playing any yeah. games. But I wouldn't say my games got any worse because of it. It might have, you know, immediately after. But you're working on certain things. You're still chucking a ball around with your friends. You might not be playing the game, but mm. in essence, that's that's almost a similarity because you're not able to play the sport that you love. But there are ways around it. And sometimes having that time off creates that hunger for it again. Yeah. Because sometimes we would chat about something separate off camera but we were talking about you know if you have a little bit of time off or even if it's quite a long time off mm-hmm. you can grow real hunger for getting back into and performing the best you've ever performed and sometimes having a bit of time off can you know if you're playing week in, week out, yeah reignite a flame because if, if you're playing week in week out it's quite difficult to maintain that motivation and mm-hmm. keep just like keep wanting to get a better and and sometimes, you know, having that injury, yes, it sucks, but also it's also going to help you, you know, you've got to pull a string back to fire an arrow forward. Like, yeah. um, it can reignite that flame to, to play the best. I like that analogy. Play. It's nice. Yeah. That's probably, I've probably... You've stolen that before, have you? Oh, yeah, so that is a thing. you oh, got right, to okay. uh, pull back the arrow to fire it's it. To fire it. Yeah. The further you pull it back, the further it goes. Yeah, something like right. that. <laughs> Someone will call me out for being like, that's not how you say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's so true. The, the, the times when I've not been able to play, by the time I come back, mm. I am raring to go. Yeah, yeah. And, and, often, yeah, and every, every week, you know, during the season, we have, rugby is a long season because you start in... You start in June because everyone wants to get a pre-season under their belt so they're raring to go. Yeah. And come April, you've you've given up three days a week every every week and some people relish it and they love that but actually if I if you could chuck in a week off every now and then I'm I'm really wanting that week off at the time and then when that Saturday comes around and we've got the week off I'm like oh I wish I was playing rugby today come the next really week it, yeah. come come the next week I'm raring to go yeah, again yeah. and I've only had a week off yeah so mm. yeah I think Injuries are a difficult one, aren't they? Yeah. Because inevitably we're all going to come up against a situation where we have an injury. Whether it's a serious injury that sets you back, you know, six months or, or even longer. Or it's, a, you know, a trapped nerve in your shoulder and you, you're out for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got some plantar fasciitis at the moment, which is niggling. Um, but that's, you know, set me back. But... There are lots of different stuff you can do. Mm. I can still keep fit because my foot's hurting. I can use the ski erg and keep my you know, heart rate going. I can still do upper body in the gym without impacting my feet. Mm. Sorry for talking about my feet. <laughs> it's a sign of the times. Yeah. No, I think uh, like just to like recap a little bit on things that you can do. 
because um, obviously you spoke a lot about the mental side of things which are obviously probably the biggest thing but mm. um, you know things you can do you know physically is obviously it does depend on what injury you have um, however there's always something that you can do um, to, to make you stronger in other areas that you can work on while, while you're injured uh, and it just takes a little bit of research it's yeah. not it doesn't have to be anything mm-hmm. um too complicated. I mean, it would, uh, we'd be here for ages if I was to say, if you have this injury, you can do this exercise. Yes, exactly. Like, there's no point in me going through yeah. that, but you'd have to do a bit of research. Uh-huh. Um, but I can tell you now, no matter what injury you have, if you've got two two knackered knees and you can't do anything with your lower body, you can do something with your upper body. Yeah. Or there's some exercise that you can do, which might need, again, a little bit of research from a professional where you can but you can still work on things mm-hmm. that you, you'd be surprised how much you can work on with a knee injury or a hip injury yeah. or whatever. And I think you, you touched on it there as well. I know as part of uh, a rugby team or a, a team sport, generally you're paying a membership or there's some money going into that club, mm. which supply a physio and they will give you tools to help you recover and strengthen and, and obviously get back to your playing self quicker. Now, if you're doing an individual sport and you're self-funding that sort of thing, getting the help of a physio or a PT or going through the NHS um, to, to get their services will enhance your recovery. Um, yes, it might be a short-term payout, but actually in the long term, you're getting back quicker and you're getting back to the thing you love. So, go on. Sorry. Go I've, on. I've Don't say really sorry, Max. Advice. <laughs> I, I apologise for kind of butting in, but... I forget things really quickly. Um, but one really bit, good bit of advice, which I recommend for anyone at any level of, of sport, if you get injured, you go through the NHS, um, always mention when you when you go in, uh, say that you are a sports player, you're an athlete, you don't have to specify what level or anything like that, but just say, I'm a rugby player, or I am a football player. Um, if you get paid, if you're lucky enough to get paid to play, mention that um, because they will give you someone who is a sports specialist or who, who do, deals with sport um, and they can kind of give you that little bit of extra in-depth knowledge in-depth knowledge um, because obviously the NHS is designed for you to just be able to get back to day-to-day life it's not for you to get back to sport per se but mm-hmm. but if you mention that you play sport and you know if you do get paid say you know, I get paid to play this uh, sport, um, then, you know, that, that they will, you know, they sometimes they do help you out with that kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. that happened with me and it really, really helped. The physio was very good. A new sports specialist. Cool. So that's a good bit of advice for you. There you are. Top tips from Max. Should we round off there? I think so. I think so. Have a nice Friday evening, guys. Take care. We'll be back next week for more injury-related discussions. Mm. Wonderful. And I'll sign off with the Arriva Dache. <laughs> <laughs>